Hey mamas, welcome to her Home and Heart podcast. Do you want balance in your home life and peace in your heart at the end of each long day? Do you want to let go of feelings of failure because you've yelled at the kids again despite promising yourself and God you'd stop? I'm Katie. I'm a homeschooling mom who also had little kids and wanted to create a thriving home environment. In this podcast, you'll find resources for holistic living, heart connection with your family, and homeschooling so that you won't wake up to regret one day. Even if you have outside-the-box learners or your own health challenges, you'll find support here. Breathe deeply, grab a coffee, and let the kids go play, because it's time for you to find peace and fulfillment that you've been longing for. Let's go! I'm really excited today to talk about something that has been absolutely key to how Steve and I have parented our kids with success. This was not something that we knew or understood when we were growing up. It wasn't something that people really talked about. And it wasn't something that we did in the beginning of our parenting journey either. But it is so transformational. It is so very key to success in your family. And it's such overall a simple technique. So I'm really looking forward to talking about this today. Um, If you have a notebook or a pen or something, you might want to grab it because there are uh, five benefits that I really want to emphasize today. There are many more benefits than than five, but five are what we're going to start with today. So you might want to jot them down. So as parents, we really just want the very best for our children. I know for me, I've always wanted them to grow up, to be happy, to be healthy, to be successful. And when I say success, I don't define it the way that maybe our culture defines it. It's not that I want them, you know, to be rich or that I want them to be famous or any of that, which I mean, all of us would would wish wealth on our children. But my goal here with success in our family's definition is that they are happy, that they have mission, that they have purpose, that they understand what they are supposed to do with their life and that they are doing it. So that is for me what we as a family have decided success is. Um, One way that we have really worked and learned and changed ourselves as parents to help them achieve success is to become their coach. And as adults, as parents, we know them so intimately. And we have spent time studying them to get to know them so that we could know them intimately. If you think about the very best coaches of all the most famous sports teams, and if you were to study their style, ultimately, they learn everything about their player. They look at how is that player performing? Where are they excelling and gifted? Where do they need more support? And then the coach pushes them, but pushes them in a positive way, not with shame, not with pulling the person down. Instead, they instill belief. They instill belief in that player because they believe in the player. And so then they push the player to get to the next level of success. And so for us as parents, coaching really involves guiding and supporting our kids because then they can become independent. They can become confident problem solver solvers and they can continue once once they I mean, we will always be their coaches as parents. Right. If they allow us to. But once they hit adulthood, they will have opportunities and times when they must be able to be independent and make decisions for themselves. And we want that for them. So for right now, we can coach them into being able to be successful with that. The very first thing that coaching, that I wanna talk about with coaching, is that it teaches those problem-solving skills. It involves the coach who intimately knows the player or who is dedicated to learn the player. So the parent who is dedicated to learn the child. It involves us asking them questions, providing guidance so that we can help the kid 
come up with their own solution to a problem. And it may not look the way that we thought, but that's okay. Children are intuitively, intuitively smart at problem solving. And in certain studies actually outperform adults because they're also willing to work as a team, whereas adults are more interested in who's in charge first. So when we are uh, working very well to ask our child questions, to give them the freedom and flexibility to problem solve on their own. We're allowing them to develop critical thinking, skills that we unfortunately don't see being developed properly pretty much culture-wide anymore. And these are skills that will benefit them throughout their lives. Years ago, I saw a study. It was so sad to me, and I wish I could find it. I probably could if I did some digging. But it was talking about how police forces were having trouble years ago finding policemen who were a good fit for many of the type of jobs that were necessary because they couldn't make good decisions in a quick moment that was high stress. They needed to be told what to do and that that was an outcome of their upbringing and of most of our generation's upbringing. So that's a big problem. We want to instill these problem solving skills in our kids. When kids learn how to problem solve and how to do things on their own and they can find success because we've coached them through the steps, we've given them the freedom, they end up feeling more confident and more empowered and that leads to bigger and bigger successes later. And, you know, keep in mind that when they don't get it right, a coach doesn't shame, they don't embarrass, they support. They they go back, they look at the play. What was wrong with the play? What can they do different next time? That's how we need to approach it as parents. And it really will transform your relationship with your kid. So that leads me to number two. Coaching strengthens relationships. <laughs> it's really amazing. The act of coaching involves active listening, which if you go back just a couple of episodes, I have two episodes that describe what active listening is and how it is so important inside of a family, especially if you're trying to build a family team. So as we coach our kids, we're showing them that we value their thoughts, that we value their opinions. We are validating them as people, as thinkers, as people who are important to us, but who also are important to the world around them. Whether or not we agree with their, their thoughts or their opinions, we can agree to disagree and we can still guide and disciple and shepherd them, but we need to coach with open hearts and open minds. And so active listening has a lot of reflection and a lot of compassion. So go back and listen to those episodes um, on the podcast. You will really love them. Um, active listening is a transformational tool. So when we are using active listening, strengthening our relationships with our kids, they end up feeling supported. They end up feeling loved. And this carries them through failure because they know that they're safe, that they're of value, whether or not their performance was exactly how we wanted it to be. And a good coach doesn't kick a player off a team just because they make a mistake. They help them move forward. They help them move through the problem. They help them to get better. And um, that's what we get to do as parents. Number three, coaching builds self-confidence. When we are able to coach our kids, we get to focus on their strengths and encourage them to develop new skills. This for my family has been critical because we have had many experiences with our children with various learning differences. And we've had the full range from children who are exceptional and gifted to children who are gifted in their own way, but not in the way that you would see in the standard public education system. 
being able to focus on their strengths, which we were blessed to be able to homeschool. And so that did allow me to really put a focus on their strengths, to learn their strengths, and then to encourage them and to develop those new, like any new skill that they had, but the ones that they already had to turn them into something bigger and better and more uh, useful to the child. This was so impactful. I have to say, we had a doctor tell us at one point that with one of our children, keeping her home so that she wasn't in the public school system where her sense of self-confidence because of comparison would have been destroyed. He said that her self-confidence was so intact that he begged us to never send her to public school. That was specific. He said her self-confidence will carry her further than anything. And in the end, he was so very right because as we were able to focus on her strengths and encourage her where she was strong and then work with her as a coach in those areas where she was weaker and with our other children as well, we were able to help set these really realistic goals. We were able to give really high quality feedback because we know our children intimately and we were able to truly celebrate the successes. They didn't get overlooked and then encourage through the, the more areas of struggle. This was so vital. And the things that we've seen as the outcome are things that we were told would, quote, never happen, according to diagnosis. <laughs> so building self-confidence is a critical piece. It is so much fun. It, you know, as parents, we, we want to find reasons to celebrate. We want to have fun in life, right? And there's so many things that can drag us down and remove our fun. And if you really can understand the power of coaching and how it can build self-confidence, you can find reasons to celebrate all the time. It's fantastic. So build the kiddo self-confidence. And when you do, you're empowering them to be able to take on bigger, better challenges and to pursue what their dreams are. I'm delighted to share with you for just a quick minute something that has been a total game changer for me and my family. You know that feeling when you wake up in the morning and it's like you just can't quite get going? I know I remember stepping out of my bed and the bottoms of my feet would just hurt and it was like my brain was stuck out of gear. Or how about when you're struggling to focus on your work <laughs> or your kids can't focus on their school assignments? Maybe you're just dealing with that nagging inflammation that makes your joints hurt and it just won't go away. And it's kind of trying to tell you your age. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I was right there with you until I discovered these specific products made by LifeVantage. Since I incorporated these science-backed, award-winning products into my daily routine, I have had more energy, I've had better focus, and I have had way less inflammation. And my children have had incredible results for themselves as their cells have been activated and able to heal as well. I was initially very skeptical, you guys know that about me, but the extensive, peer-reviewed, independent research on these products completely convinced me to give them a try, and I am so glad that I did. I'm really so thrilled to share this with you because I truly believe that these products will make a positive impact on your life too. If you're curious and you'd like to know more, just check out the link that I have in the podcast description, and trust me, you aren't going to regret it. Four, coaching promotes communication. Communication is the bedrock skill that we must have in order to function as a united family, as a family who is a team, to get through hard times, to create a generational legacy, a family who loves each other, who is bonded. This is so important. And the good news is it's a skill. 
And so we get to use this skill as our as a parent coach and then take it and transfer it to our children. So if this is not a skill that you are already good at, that's okay. Go pick up some books. There are amazing resources out there that are not difficult, including audiobooks, and you can listen to those. I also have some communication podcast episodes in this show. So go back and look for those. And, you know, just brush up your own education on it and and then start to implement it in baby steps, one little piece at a time. And you will notice that like a flower, you will have that bud and it will slowly open. When we are coaching our children and using our own communication skills, we're encouraging our kids to communicate openly and honestly with us, and they're learning these skills to take on into their future, whether it's into their community, their workplace, the business that they own, wherever God calls them, they will have these skills. So it's very important as a coach that we listen to their thoughts, that we hear their ideas, even if they're immature, childish ideas, that's okay. Someday they won't be, and you'll be blessed to be the one who gets to hear those ideas first. (laughs) It'll be very exciting. I have already experienced this in my life, and I have to say it's a great blessing. You'll also get to be the one that hears their concerns, and you'll get to work together with them to find solutions that benefit everybody. So this really helps you function as a team. When we are the one that is there fostering and encouraging this open communication, it ends up creating this safe environment. It creates this place where our kids know that they're valued. They know that they're heard. They know that they are safe to be them. And when they are safe to be the person God created them to be, to be valued and cherished and understood and heard, even if you don't agree, then you are actually creating a beautiful family government using this communication you are, you are beginning to create a family team and then you just start to structure it and it's beautiful. So coaching promotes communication. It's very important. All right, I started touching on this, but coaching creates a family team. When we coach our kids, we are showing them through our communication, through helping build their self-confidence, through all of the things that we just talked about, we are helping them understand that we want to collaborate with them. We are modeling to them that we want to work together, that we are their supporter, that we are not against them. And in this world, unfortunately, in this culture, there is very much a pull where you can really only, it's even in some sociology studies, you can really only have an attachment with one place, especially in your teen years. Unfortunately, that tends to be peers in this culture, and that's not how it's designed to be. That is not how the family was set up. That is not how a team is set up. But our children in this culture are being flung into an environment where they don't see their family. They don't see their parents hardly at all. A few hours on the evenings and maybe on the weekend if they're not out with friends. That means they end up bonding with their peers. That is not healthy. They cannot learn. They cannot develop properly to become full adults when that is the case. So... When we act as a coach in our family and with our children, what ends up happening is that we are a collaborative team. Our children are able to remain bonded to us. And it is even easier to create that in a home where we are homeschooling because we have more time together. However, if you are not able to homeschool, but you still listen to this show, I I encourage you really work towards this on nights and weekends and focus on it. Make sure you're making eye contact at least twice a day, and it doesn't have to be long. It can be short, but look them in the eye. Let them know they are loved, they are valued, and that you are 
on their team and they are on yours. And that means through thick and thin. That means through the hard stuff and the good stuff. It matters. So create that family team. Coach your children. Encourage them to support each other between siblings. Those relationships matter. Really, they matter. Imagine if a coach coached each individual team member but did not encourage the team to get along and then put them out on the on the playing field. That's not going to go well, right? So this whole, you know, sibling rivalry thing, that's not that's not healthy and we must battle against it as coaches to our family and it's okay to do that. It's not okay to accept sibling rivalry. I'm getting my words all mixed up. It is not okay to accept it as normal. Obviously, uh, that is a topic that's dear to my heart. And we combat that here all the time. It's almost a daily work here where we have to walk the children through proper conflict resolution, proper boundaries, really identifying who is being selfish, who is not. And as we do that, we are continuing to have a a cohesiveness built and an understanding and an empathy and a compassion for one another built and a working together kind of mindset. So know that when you are coaching, you are creating that. And when we do that, when we promote a team-oriented approach, we do end up with this beautiful, strong, cohesive family unit. And in my family with the medical challenges that we have had, which have brought grief and sadness and struggle and strain in many ways, this has been absolutely critical. So it has been, it has been one of the main keys that has helped us survive. And we believe that really it is what our family has been called to by God and how we were to live and how, how biblically families are called to be. So I'm excited to share this concept with you um, and to encourage you if you're already on the path and to just let you know that this is worth it. This is work that is worth it. And at first, the good news too is it starts with just changing us. We don't have to change anything about our kids yet at all. They will automatically change when we start changing from any kind of authoritarian parenting or all the different parenting styles that are out there and become a team player. We model that for them and they will follow suit. So I hope that encourages you today. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So please do reach out. I have a Facebook group. There's a link in the description. You are more than welcome to email me. Also to go to my link tree, find their access to our newsletter, some really cool goodies and discounts and fun things. And I just thank you so much for listening today. I want to sincerely invite you to come over to Facebook and join our group and our community. I would love to carry a conversation with you over there and interact with you and have you get to know the other beautiful families that are inside of our private community. Go to the description. You'll see a link at the very bottom where you can easily click and go ahead and join our group. I look forward to seeing you inside. Thanks for listening and spending time with us today. If you know anyone who could benefit from my mom's podcast, please share it and leave a review so others can find us too. See you next time.